Welcome to the Rising Stars Podcast, where we unpack trends and tips in the point of sale space and IT channel industry. My name is Kate Arara, and I am the Partner Development Manager at Star Micronics America. I've worked in the channel for almost 18 years and I've met some fascinating people along the way. My goal for this podcast is to connect you with some of the most influential people in the channel space to provide you insight and inspiration to help your business succeed. All right, so welcome everyone to the show. We are doing something a little bit different this time. Uh, since Kay Arara is, she just launched this podcast, this great new podcast, and she's running for the RSPA Board of Directors, which is amazing. Uh, we're going to put her in the hot seat for this podcast. And uh, my name is Brittany DeGroat. I am the content specialist at Star Micronics, and I will be doing the grilling, so to speak. All right. So, Kate. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Of course. Looks a little stormy over here, but how, how about you? Uh, so I'm in South Carolina and it's going to be a hot one today. Uh, it's probably, I think it was mid seventies earlier this morning. So I think we're supposed to get into the nineties today, but you know, that's summer in the South. Yeah. How long have you lived in South Carolina, by the way? Um, so I have lived in South Carolina the majority of my life. I was born in the Midwest, um, in Indiana, lived in Ohio until I completed kindergarten and then moved to Charleston, South Carolina, or if you're from Charleston, not Charleston proper, but Somerville, South Carolina, um, in 89, just in time before Hurricane Hugo. And then uh, we moved, or I basically went to college at Clemson. I'm a Clemson University alumni, uh, 2005 graduation. And I fell in love with the Greenville area, um, which is in kind of the upstate, uh, upper south, or excuse me, northwest corner of the state. And I have yeah. been living here ever since. Um, I love it here. It's a great area. It's actually great. Surprisingly, Greenville is quite a great location for this industry. Um, there are two major distributors in this area and several reseller partners that are scattered about in this area, as well as in Atlanta, which is only two hours away. Um, so I've been very fortunate to, uh, to stay here and I love it here. Awesome. So you consider, yeah, I guess South Carolina is the South. Oh yeah. Um, so you've got that Southern hospitality to your personality. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, my, my, um, my Southern accent. I mean, obviously I wasn't, you know, I was raised here, wasn't born here, but after being influenced by a lot of my front friends from the South, um, I definitely get more of a twang and it comes out when I'm watching college football. It, uh, yeah, oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, especially watching my Tigers play, it gets, it gets I get a little stressed. <laughs> yeah, my my accent only comes like New Jersey or New York only comes out like heightened emotion, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so we basically answered the first question of you know for those who might not be familiar with your work, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Or should um, we move to the next one. 
So, yeah, so as far as my, you know, a little bit more about who I am. Um, so I have been in the AIDC point of sale barcode industry since I graduated from Clemson in 2005. Um, my first career, my first job was at a services only company um, called National Service Center. And I was with them for almost 10 years, focusing solely on brake fix repairs, installations, uh, staging integration, really just anything to service the hardware itself. And I was actually in charge of the entire depot unit. So everything that came into our house for repairs, although I did work closely with my counterparts on the onsite um, services side. And so I was with them for almost 10 years. And then ever since then, I transitioned to working for a manufacturer. So um, upon leaving National Service Center, I was with um, Citizen Systems, which is another uh, printer company, um, does compete some with Star uh, for the receipt printer side, but also large, <laughs> large barcode printers. Um, I was with them for about three years. And then I was with Spacepole, which is a mounting solutions company um, starting in 2018. And I uh, worked with them until last year in 2022. And I have been very fortunate to join the star team uh, in July of 2022. So I, it's actually funny, I'm, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary with star. And we've been, you seem to fit right in, like really from the get go, you just hit the ground running and it's been really awesome getting to know you. So oh, per thank personal you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I don't like to sit with my hands in my lap. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to probably make a lot of mistakes and I like to learn from those mistakes. I think that mistakes are important. I encourage my team. I was like, look, if you're going to make a mistake, just do it. But then we need to need to figure out what was wrong and learn from it. Um, you know, see what works, what doesn't work. Um, and yeah, I'm still learning. I'm, you know, even a year in, I think I'm, I'm hitting a, I'm hitting a bit of a, 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 a a space where I'm like, okay, am I doing all the right things? Um, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things you, it's, it's a good thing to always question and make sure that we're striving to always improve and be better personally and professionally. So, Absolutely. I yeah. There's, there's like a learning curve at first and you make mistakes and then you start to refine, you know, your routine, I guess you say, or, you know, finesse your day to day, um, after that. So, you'll be entering that phase. Although it seems like you've been there already. So <laughs> I'm um, yeah, so you have 18, almost 18 years of experience from what I've gathered here um, in the retail channel industry. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I, I want to know is like, what are some of the biggest changes you've observed and how have you adapted to those changes? So the channel, I mean, with, with, you know, 18, if you round up, that's almost 20 years. Um, it's, it's crazy to think that I've, if you would have told me this back when I was graduating from Clemson, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. Um, but honestly, it's the right path for me. And the retail channel industry has changed so much, so much um, in, in a couple of different levels. First of all, I remember when I first joined, it was or first started and I would go to all these trade shows and events and networking with partners, very male dominated, very, mm -hmm. um, 
and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think that's just, just the way that the industry and that the chips have fallen. Um, it was very male dominant. Um, it, it, it was kind of like, everybody's kind of big, fat, dumb, and happy. Like they were just, <laughs> it's like, things are going great. So let's just, you know, it's, everything's fine. But as the technology started to really pick up speed, um, and I'm one of those, I'm a millennial, I'm a, a, an early millennial, I guess I was born in 83. So like, I, um, it, it, I knew what it was like to have to get up and change the TV. I knew what it was like to have a corded phone and call waiting and, and all of that yep. stuff. But it's funny because the technology has really picked up since then. I mean, I remember when the Blackberry first came out, I remember yep. when the cell phone first came out and how crazy that it's just like it and, and I think once those mobile devices kind of picked up that's when the technology changed not only that what's been interesting is so when I was at National Service Center the whole business we were a services only company so we didn't sell hardware we didn't do we didn't sell media or anything like that the only thing that National Service Center did was just that service Anything needed to repair, break, fix, install particular hardware, that was all we did. The problem is, is that we had to partner with other resellers, with other distributors to be their feet on the street provider. So partnerships was so key in that business. The problem was at the time service was not, or that those types of partnerships were unheard of in the channel. It was something that you had to basically tell a reseller, trust me to go in and talk to your customer on your behalf. Trust me to go in there and do the service for you. I mean, it, and that is super important in any relationship is trust. So trust with your marriage, trust with your Absolutely. kids. Absolutely coworkers, friends. It's super, super important. So the thing that was, that was really my job at NSC was to convince people, trust me, I'll take care of you. And I think the thing that was super important too, was I had a team at NSC that was fantastic in that I trusted them too, because I knew they were the best at what they did. I knew that they would do exactly what they needed to do to make sure that the partner that we would that we would do the reseller and the end user we would do a good job for them um and so that was it was a constant struggle because it was people were like i don't want to you know i, I don't want to trust you but honestly even now the retail channel industry it is really reliant your success as a reseller an isv a manufacturer whatever it's so important now on partnerships, your ability to partner with others. And I think that was probably the biggest change um, that I noticed the evolution. I literally watched the evolution of the industry change from a my, my, mine to a how can we work together? How can we work together to provide a cohesive, strong solution to make this end user happy. And I have worked with end users directly. I have worked with resellers. I've worked through distributors. I've worked in tandem with other manufacturers on opportunities. Um, I am very, very, very pro-channel. 
Um, I have worked with end users directly on opportunities. It's stressful. So I always, you know, whenever an end user comes to me and says, well, can I just work with you direct? And what I love about STAR is it's channel. Everything is channel. Everything goes back through the channel. So if I were to talk to an end user, I'm like, look, you're going to get better support, <clears throat> better better communication. It's going to be, the pricing is going to be the same. You're better off working with our channel partners versus coming to me direct. Like it's, you're going to get a better bang for your buck um, with our partners. And so that is something. And, and as far as adapting to these changes, it's just being mindful, watching how the evolution has occurred, listening. I cannot express how important it is just to not even just let listen, but to actively listen because a lot of times, and I come from a background of question-based selling. So asking the questions to understand open-ended ones, not, you know, do you, or did you, or, you know, more like how, what, why find out the problems, actively listen. And a lot of times you will find those troubles, those issues, those challenges, and help the customer get to that point uh, where they have a solution that is going to solve those challenges. Excellent. Yeah, that's, I can imagine just a tidal wave of change, like almost, you know, one after the other, it seems. Um, so you're currently now the partner development manager at STAR. Mm-hmm. And can you explain to our viewers what this role entails and then how it allows you to impact the POS industry directly? So partner development manager, I love the fact that it has the word partner in the title. <laughs> I, I, I think that we're starting to see a trend here. It's partner, 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 partner. Um, but I am huge on relationships uh, and I'm, I'm, Probably in the way, you know, I have a background in sales, marketing and business development. Um, I probably, I'm very, very honest, um, sometimes too honest because <laughs> I like that trust. Um, it's, it's, again, I will always make sure that I deliver the best for our partners, making sure that I'm, I, I don't, I always want to set realistic expectations. So if there is something that I can't deliver on, I'm not going to lie to you about it. I'm going to tell you straight up, look, I'd rather tell you the truth and then hopefully see what we can do to make things better versus lie to you and sell you this miracle that's there's no way it's going to happen. Um, so my role is basically, I, I see myself as building the relationships with our partners helping them to see what STAR has to offer to give them a cohesive solution to provide to the end user. Um, providing them, I basically, I, I, I call myself the salesperson of marketing. So, you know, Brittany, you write all of our blogs <laughs> and our case studies. So I'm selling your services. I'm like, hey, I know a girl here. She's going to write this case study for me. It's going to be awesome. So can you connect us to your end user and we'll publish it. We'll put it on social media. We'll blog it. We'll put it on our website, all of that stuff. I sell 
your counterpart, Kate, who does all the design work. I'm like, hey, Kate, yeah, my girl, Kate, she can design this flyer for you. She can co-brand this for you. You need something for a trade show, we got you covered. Um, work with Kristen, who is our content and media manager at Star, uh, Kristen Dorner. And, and hey, we work with her on um, what opportunities we have with certain publications. Uh, we have we partner with QSR ma Magazine, uh, Digital Transaction News. Um, all of our distributors have like certain little marketing things that they can do. Um, and so a lot of times I like to find out what the goal is for our partners as far as what's going to help you sell our products and what services that we have internally that we can do to help you with that, whether that is something where we spend money on a campaign or you use marketing development funds that you earned through our Empower Loyalty program or whatnot. Or if you're an ISV that's just starting out and you have a really good solution that you're trying to bring to the market, we have funds that we can help you to get going with that, to get the the, the ball rolling, if you will, to spread the word. Um, and I think that... Star in general, uh, Star Micronics has such an impact in the point of sale industry in general. And I'm just fortunate enough to kind of ride along on the coattails of them um, and just, again, take take something that I believe in that is per that is pertinent and, and proven for our partners and pushing it, pushing it out and spreading the word. Right, because it's all about the end users. I yeah. mean, if if they're not happy, nobody's happy. It's kind of like that quote, if mama's not happy, you know, nobody's happy. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you, you have a very important role, in my opinion. And uh, it's crazy to me that now you're starting this podcast. Um, I, you, the ideas won't stop coming, I guess. Well, I think the podcast, what I, I love about it is, is we're trying to, the whole goal of this podcast is to push information, not, I mean, you know, yes, Star is fantastic, but there are so many other people in this industry, people that we, companies that we partner with that have solutions that Absolutely. are proven and have done really great things. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if there's anything that we can do to inspire other partners um, that's kind of the goal of the podcast is to just push content and information so people can see and maybe brainstorm. I, I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time, driving in the car, taking yeah. my dog. Um, and I love listening to podcasts and not every single one of them, but like every now and then you get a nugget, like a, a nugget, one, two or three, depending on the podcast. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even think of that. So that's kind of, I'm hoping to give lots of nuggets to people through the podcast. Absolutely. And it builds community as well, in my opinion. So Absolutely. like you feel like there are other people out there who are interested in what I'm interested in, in you know, and what I'm doing and they're right. doing it too and they're doing it better. And maybe I, you know, just, uh, yeah, total idea creation and, creativity and bringing that to the business side. Um, so, you know, while we're, while we've been talking this whole time, you've been mentioning the importance of partnerships and relationships in the POS industry. Uh, I mean, that could, like you mentioned, that's all over the, you know, that's part of human life, you know, relationships. 
Mm -hmm. um, but especially in the POS industry. Uh, so can you maybe el elaborate like a little more on this? And do you have a story where a strong partnership for you made a difference? Absolutely. So I taught I, the importance of those partnerships because it's it's the foundation of the industry. It's something you can't, it's it, you either do it or you don't. And if you don't do it, <clears throat> you're going to struggle. Like you're going to struggle unless you have everything under your umbrella, which you might. And that's, and that's fantastic. But you have the, you manufacture the hardware, you manufacture the software, you do the, all the service, you have all the support, you have, a, you have um, your own distribution warehouse, like all of those things and whatnot under one roof. It's, it's just not, it's, it's not normal today at all. Most people, it's like, even if you're a manufacturer, it's like, yes, I manufacture, but I rely on a distributor to stock the product because they can turn it around. That's why we work with distribution. It's it's better for, it's better to stock that warehouse versus us trying to drop ship constantly. Um, so you have that aspect. You have resellers that are like, look, I really do a great job selling hardware and repairing the equipment, but I don't have a software team. I don't have anybody that can do this. So then you have an ISV or a software vendor that's like, hey, I do great software, but I don't really want to sell the hardware. So we have a program at Star called our delegate program where we match them up with one of our resellers that basically fills in the gaps where they are lacking. Um, so, but as far as a good story, it's funny because um, Michael Flores, who is our channel uh, channel sales manager here at uh, Star Micronics, I don't know if I got his actual title right, but I've known him for years. Um, and at a previous employer, he was with um, a manufacturer at the time. So this is just kind of a, the importance of store of, of partnerships, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he was with a point of sale uh, cash register um, a, term, a point of sale terminal manufacturer at the time. And um, they were looking, the, the end user was looking for the hardware, the support, the hardware sales, all of that kind of stuff. And so Michael Flores was working for the manufacturer. So he was like, well, here's the, the point of sale solution. Um, and that came with its own software. There was a reseller that he was working with that was going to basically help with all the logistics, shipping everything out, all of that fun stuff. And then they needed a service provider. And this is when I was at National Service Center. So they needed someone to do all the installations, uh, the staging of the hardware. So basically the terminals come to us first. We would basically put the software on there for them on their behalf, kit everything up and then ship it to the location to um, for a technician to meet it on site, do all the installation testing and training for the, the, uh, the retail store representatives, make sure that they knew how to use the equipment. Um, it, we had from start to finish from the RFQ all the way until sitting down with the end user, with the reseller, the manufacturer ourselves, with the talking to the end user about what we could do and just, that was what sold the deal. That was how we won the deal was the fact that all three of us were there in front of the end user and they saw the communication. 
that the fact that we all were on the same page and we were talking, we, I mean, everything was very cohesive and they're like, okay, we're going to get a really good product because these, this team, this is a team and they're working together. And it was a very successful rollout. The support was very, very successful. So that strong partnership. And again, that relationship with, with Michael was super important because I, I respect him not only as a person and a friend, but as a professional. And we did talk quite a lot. So honestly, it's, it's moments like that, that I want to continue to emulate that it's those types of partnerships that are going to help win deals and provide um, the the best solution for um, the end user. Absolutely. And I love Michael, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's a good guy. He's good people. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, so this, what you're saying remi reminds me of to be honest, what the RSPA board, like what the RSPA wants, you know? Um, so maybe we should touch on that a little bit. Um, so I guess the first things first, why have you decided to run for a position on the RSPA board? Because I figured I wasn't busy enough. I figured I'd go <laughs> add the RSPA board to my list. No, um, so I actually ran for the board in 2021. Um, I was unsuccessful, uh, but I will say I I think I wasn't in the right space to be running for the board at that time. So I think it all kind of worked out. Um, honestly, I'll, I'll do a shout out to Mark Fraker at Blue Star. He had been after me for years to run for the RSPA board. Um, I think he brought it up to me maybe in like 2015. Uh, so you know, eight years ago, he's like, you really should run for the board. And I'm like, nah, nah. And I just kind of kept like every single time I would see him at events, he was, he was like, you really should consider it. And then I think it was, you know, yeah, two years ago, that's when I was like, you know, why the heck not? You know, it's, I think that the RSP does offer so much to the community. I do see a lot of value in the RSPA. Whenever I go to retail now, it's like I pick up where I left off. It is kind of like a reunion, but at the same time, it gives you a chance to reconnect with people. Again, those relationships I think are super important. Um, <clears throat> it gave me a chance to meet new partners that I haven't been able to get to know. Um, let's me get my hands dirty, kind of see things physically. I'm a very visual person. So seeing maybe how a particular software solution is working versus trying to guess at it or watch a YouTube video. It's good to have someone there that can actually demo it. Um, but what I think about the RSPA board, what I kind of want to do is, or what I, I, I want to help enhance the whole aspect of partnerships because this is important like I said if you're either you're either partnering or you're not um, and I also think it's important to empower the future leaders of the industry um, my generation is now becoming the veterans I guess like we're starting to we're, we're, we're moving on up and I'm, I'm no longer a 22 year old just walking around at these shows completely clueless I am uh, a much older person now uh, with a little bit more experience. not that much yeah, well, uh, a little more experience under my belt. A little, uh, maybe, maybe older and wiser, I guess. Um, mature. Yeah, mature. That's a great word to put. Mm -hmm. Hard to say. 
Um, so I want to kind of bring a fresh perspective about that and then also just work on the mentorship programs because I think that that's one thing that I have been very fortunate in my entire career. Um, I have had managers who really and friends who really have mentored me and given me the right guidance of the kind of professional that I want to be, the kind of person that I want to be. And it just goes so much deeper than just the RSPA and, and even this channel industry. It's just like, what do you want to leave? What do you want to see? What do you want to leave behind? I have two children. Um, I want to see them succeed. I want to see them do crazy and cool things. Um, and I, I want them to be a good beacon of change. And so I think, you know, the RSPA, I believe in the organization, I believe what it gives. Uh, this is probably this since joining, you know, I've always kind of done, tried to do some things with, with RSPA. Um, but at star, we are a huge advocate for RSPA and I've, really been more involved, which has been fun. I wish I would have gotten more involved sooner, but now that I'm more involved in the women in technology, um, the next gen community, uh, really just getting involved with those different committees has really helped me to just understand the RSPA even further. Um, and I am, I'm a huge advocate. I've already convinced about, I've talked to a couple of resellers recently that weren't even on the RSPA or don't have RSPA memberships. And I, I talked to them. I was like, why, you know, what, what, what's, what's holding you back? Um, and yeah. one of them in particular, I was able to get them to sign up for, for, and become a member of RSPA. So I do believe in it. And I think that there are ways that we can gear it towards the future. So that is kind of the reasoning why I wanted to run is just to, you know, see, just to see what, what I can do and if I can make an impact. That's amazing. Um, and so it's like not only is the channel or the industry about the channel and the partnerships therein, but it's about keeping the RSPA adaptable for the future. You know, like the future is coming in fast uh, and it's going to really pick up yep. very soon. And, uh, you know, keeping that mentorship program alive, I think is really, really important. Like, keeping the young people interested, active, giving them a role, you know, giving them responsibility. Um, I think that's great. I think that's, I, I think it's great that they have it. And I think you would be, you'd be the best person that I can think of to, you know, help with that. Absolutely. So congratulations to you. Um, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so I guess to, uh, wind things down, what message would you like to share with the RSPA members who will be voting in the board elections this year? So first of all, if you want to support me and I truly, truly, truly appreciate the support you, if you want to support me and you want to vote for me, I highly recommend that you do so. Um, but you must be a member of the RSPA. So if you're not currently a member, please join. Um, we can include some information in the show notes um, as far as who you can email. Ashley Nagy at the RSPA would be happy to, to, to help you or get on a call and tell you about the benefits of the RSPA. So I highly encourage you to join. Um, you get to go to events such as Retail Now, 
um, Inspire, which is usually held in January. Um, and the Inspire conference, it's more of like where you, it's, it, you do breakout sessions and, and network with other executives and managers from various vendors, software companies, um, uh, resellers, all of that just kind of helps you networking. Um, and then retail now just, it gives you that exposure to the different technologies. Um, so if you're not a part of the RSP, I highly encourage you to do so. Um, I think the main message that I would want to share with them is I'm very authentic. I'm very me. I'm unapologetically me. Um, I want to bring fresh new ideas. I want to bring I want to help the future of the industry be empowered and be ready to take over. Um, Cause I know there are a lot of people that I look up to in this industry um, that I've been working with for years and they were at the time in my position. And now they're starting to, they're, they're starting to approach the end of their career. I mean, I'm sure we're not going to haven't seen the last of them, but they're, you know, they're at that time. It's like, okay. So now it's my turn to step up and, empower and help the future of the industry and those that are on the younger spectrum don't feel discounted you shouldn't feel discounted you know you have you have people like me who want to advocate for you help guide you um you know not tell you what to do but just kind of give you the tools that you need to be successful so i want to really focus on promoting the whole partnership aspect that I think is super important for the channel, as well as mentoring our future leaders in the industry. Well, I think that's great. Um, I keep gushing. I just, I love you so much. <laughs> um, I think you're great. So I guess that's about it. Um, is there anything you would like to add? Not much else. Uh, you know, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I'm Kate Orara, O-R-A-R-A. -A. Um, so please feel free to connect with me on there. I do try to post regularly as far as like how things are going and things that I'm doing as far as at events and shows and whatnot. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot else to say, but uh, I appreciate the support not only from those that I, I that are near and dear to my heart in this industry, but to Star Micronics for its support and for sponsoring me and um, really just the opportunity to work with them. It's, it's really been an honor, been an honor working with you, Brittany. And uh, I really hope that we can uh, hopefully bring in the W for the, for my board position and try to make some, some good moves within the within the board we will we will all right excellent well thank you everybody for tuning in to this special episode of uh, the rising stars podcast and we will catch you later all right there we have it i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did about current market trends and the path of retail in the future andy i want to thank you again for your insight and to all of our listeners out there thank you so much for joining us today for more about STAR, visit us at starmicronics.com, where we also have a super informative blog, or follow us on all our social media platforms on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of those. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a review. We love to hear from you all. 
And that's it for this episode of Rising Stars Podcast. I'm Kate Arara, and I will see you next time. Thank you.